Hello and welcome to the Bank on Dividends podcast. My name is Banky and I'll be your guide through the wonderful world of dividend investing. There's a lot going on in the markets right now. Cryptocurrencies are doing what they do, meme stocks are back in the news, bond rates are rising and inflation is looming once again. But remember, no matter what's happening in the markets, you can always bank on dividends. Welcome to our very first episode. Today's topic is, it was over before it started. Let's cover some basics before we go any further. What is a dividend and why dividend investing? A dividend is a cash or stock payment that publicly listed companies or funds may pay to their shareholders, ideally out of retained earnings or profits. Dividend payments can vary, but are normally annual semi-annual, quarterly or monthly. So why dividend investing? Why not growth investing or value investing or any other type of investing? Well, the answer is threefold. Risk, time and human nature. First of all, risk. Yes, all investments are exposed to a level of risk, both systematic, that's the risk that is inherent to the entire market, like a global pandemic, and unsystematic risk, risks related specifically with that investment. But dividend-paying companies generally tend to be large, well-known, long-lasting companies that have already survived so many risks and economic downturns that they have the capacity to continue to do so. Secondly, time. Time and chance happen to us all. And it's the same with investments. Time is your friend. The longer you stay invested in the markets, the more your chances of positive returns. So why not get paid dividends while you wait? On the other hand, growth stocks can't keep going up at the same rate forever. Eventually, they slow. Stock prices and valuations are ever-changing. So what are your chances of timing the market just right every time? Not so good if you ask me. And finally, human nature. No matter how risky clever, stupid or brave you are, you're human and behavioural finance and psychology teaches us that we're basically the same, subject to a few environmental factors and on the large scale we all make the same mistakes over and over again. The way around this is to make investing simple by organising and automating. And what's easier than setting up a direct debit to buy solid dividend-paying companies and ETFs and turning on your dividend reinvestment plan or your drip and leaving compound interest and time to do the rest of the work for you. But why should you listen to me? Well, I'm just a normal guy. And if I could do it, why can't you? I started investing in May 2020, just over a year ago, with only £10. I didn't have lots of cash or free time I work a nine-to-five job, I'm a husband, a father, and I've got all the same stresses that the normal person has. Now, I'm investing around £250 a month, which was the cost of my monthly travel card, plus my cancelled gym membership. And why wouldn't I? It was a no-brainer to start investing. We were in lockdown. Many of us were working from home. So why not invest the money I was going to spend anyway? since interest rates on savings accounts were next to nothing. Now, that's all coming to an end. 
lockdowns are slowly ending, the world is opening up again, and the new normal is finally here. Yet, old habits die hard, especially when it comes to money. That's why I started this podcast. Over 10 million new brokerage accounts were opened by individuals in 2020, and countless more have been added since then. I've experienced some of the highs and the lows of investing, but importantly, I've seen firsthand the power of passive dividend income. I never want to go back to not making full use of my money and solely relying on my salary. So let's keep learning together every week right here. Now here's the catch. Most people will quit. The writing is already on the wall. For most new investors, it was already over before it started. So why is that the case? Why is it over before it started for most investors? And will you be the next to quit? About half of all new investors will call it quits in the first year. That jumps to over 90% in the first three years. However, almost all investors who make it past the five-year mark will eventually meet or exceed their investment goals. Here are a few reasons why new investors quit. Reason number one, it stops being exciting. In the fast-paced world we live in today, we're used to being overstimulated and always seeking the next thing or the next high. That's more like gambling. Investing is not like that. It gets boring quickly. If you're doing real research and not just watching some guy on YouTube or TikTok or listening to some podcast, investing can feel like a second job filled with financial statements, earnings reports, analyst estimates and lots of numbers. More facts than opinions. Even if you really love finding new investments, it's not every day you're generally going to find investments that make you excited. Investing, and particularly dividend investing, is 90% waiting. Reason number two, losing money following the hype. All investments go down as well as up. Anyone who started investing in the last decade started in one of the biggest bull or up markets ever following the 2008 financial crisis. It's easy for anyone to believe that they know what they're doing when they're making money, but at the first sight of any significant or long-lasting negative returns, they pull all their money out and take a huge loss and never invest again. Only then do they see the risk that they didn't see before. It's actually called the loss aversion bias, and we all get it. Being so scared of losing more money that we often make the wrong decision, especially when we don't really know why we invested in the first place, or we were just following the crowd, or because we heard on the news that the FTSE or the S&P hit an all-time high, so it must have been a good time to invest, right? Don't believe the hype. Make up your own mind. Know where you're putting your money and why. In the short term, the market is nothing more than a glorified popularity contest or voting machine for stocks. In the long run, it's more like a detailed weighing scale. Reason number three, old habits die hard. Let's face the facts. We like spending money. It feels good to get what you want when you want it. We make plans to spend money. The holiday we always wanted to go on, the big birthday party that we never had, the new car that we always wanted, or just the extra takeaway because it's been a long week. When we're building new money habits like investing, 
we're often confronted by our existing money habits. Since most of us only have a limited amount of money each month, our old money habits eventually start competing with our new money habits, and one of them has to win. Yep, you guessed right. Most people will slowly lean more and more to their old money habits because they feel comfortable, they're used to them, and they've been with us for most of our lives. The only way to really overcome this is accountability and willpower. This is only made harder by the fact that investments have a time lag before they start showing real results compared to the often instant gratification we get from spending our money now. Reason number four, life happens. Situations change. You need the money elsewhere. You get older, prices go up. It's perfectly fine for your priorities to change. Though the mistake most make is stopping investing altogether in hopes to start again when things get better or at some point in the future. Investing is not a replacement for saving. You still need to save for when life happens. Saving is delayed spending, putting your money to rest until you need it. Investing is putting your money to work to earn you more money. Stopping investing is like running a marathon but stopping before the finish line. You're unlikely to ever finish or in this case, accomplish your investment goals. It's far better if you slow down, or in this case, reduce your regular contributions, or even call, stop contributing altogether, and just reinvest your dividends, then cashing out all your investments and being left with nothing. So here are our takeaways from today. If you don't want your investment journey to be over before it really gets started, remember, It's not always going to be exciting, but that's okay. You're in it for the long run. Don't believe the hype. Your research is more valuable than what others have to say. Old habits die hard. So give yourself time and find some way or someone to be accountable to. And life happens. So invest a bit less than what you have spare so that you can save too. It's okay to slow down, but avoid stopping altogether. That's it for today. Next week, we'll be talking about foundations that last when building a dividend portfolio that you can bank on. Okay, it's shout out time. A very special shout out to my amazing wife. Thank you for being so understanding. Every night that I'm up to 4am reading financial statements, pumping all my money into dividend stocks and talking about dividends nonstop. I really appreciate you. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Bank on Dividends. If you like what you heard today, or you just have a question to ask me, or you want to give me some feedback, thank you all for listening. My name is Banky, and remember, no matter what happens in the markets, you can always bank on dividends. The views expressed in this podcast are meant solely for inspiration and entertainment purposes. Nothing stated in this podcast should be considered financial, economic, legal, accounting or tax advice. Dividends are never guaranteed. This recording does not address all risks. No comments made in this podcast should be considered as an endorsement for any investment or investment strategy. This recording should not be considered as an offer or solicitation to sell, buy or subscribe to any financial instruments or product securities or any derivative instrument.
All data used is believed to be valid and accurate on the date it is first published and is presented on an as-is basis and is subject to change without notice. Listeners should seek their own financial, tax, legal, regulatory and other advice regarding the appropriateness or otherwise of investing in any investments and or pursuing any investment strategies. Any decision made by a party after listening to this recording shall be on the basis of its own research and not be influenced or based on any view expressed in this podcast. You will solely bear the responsibility for any investment you make and liability for any loss arising from the use of all information provided.